0: Think I'm live. Uh, Yeah. yeah? Okay. Um, So I'm still a little bit. uh, I'm still in a state of shock. Um, Just got the news from Straits Times. I shared it straight away. It's breaking news. Um, Because last night I was just talking to some people about the shoot that we are helping to produce. Um, director, company and uh, and the DP is from Germany. We have been setting up this shoot for the last three months. Um, I had a bad feeling, um, was trying to put some stuff in measures, but um, I think my worst fears has actually come true, which is why I think this is something really important, because um, for our industry, for our cultural, for our creative uh, uh, industry and the people working in film, with shoots that were supposed to be coming in, a lot of planning has been done. And uh, this is unfortunate because Singapore does do a lot of fixing jobs for um, production companies from Europe. In fact, in, in this morning someone just recommended us to um, their friend uh, in the UK. Uh, we we know that the US has closed its borders to um Western Europe but UK is exempted from that list but for us uh, I'm just gonna go through what's happening at this point of time right so I have with me the the press release and the travel restrictions for foreign visitors and uh, this is particularly crazy because um, on one hand I like to say that I'm glad that we are doing red considerations uh, in spite of being orange, um, already when I woke up and I saw that the um, WHO's official pandemic um, announcement, which is, they've declared, uh, it's a disease, des- it, okay, let me rephrase that. According to the World Health Organization, a pandemic is declared when a new disease for which people do not have immunity spreads around the world beyond expectations. So already we know that it's beyond expectations. Uh, Politics aside, uh, crazy news aside, I hope that um, this session can give you a bit more clarity uh, in terms of uh, what it might apply to our industry, creative and cultural, film, events, um, theatre. This morning I was just at the Arts Council, uh, the National Arts Council briefing for companies. I'll come to that in a bit. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pandemic. Um, a lot of people do not know how to prepare. A lot of countries, let alone us, right? Uh, but the WHO has stressed that using the word pandemic does not signal a change in its advice. It is still urging countries to detect, test, treat, isolate, trace, and mobilize their people, which is what I think we've been doing really well um, the last month or so. Um... This is this is from the Guardian, okay, and uh, I need to thank my team for quickly pulling out information for me. Uh, we're not a newsroom, uh, but since we've committed to do this and uh, we've realized how important it is to have information ready that is actually directed at our industry, it can help us make better decisions as a as a group of people. So. Um, what has happened is, if I can remind everyone, what happened is that on the first of February, um, two, three, five, nine hours, right? So, all new visitors with travel history to mainland China, that is not that excludes Singaporeans and and residents. Uh, they have been barred from entering Singapore. So, first February, for mainland China, they can't enter Singapore, and then. 4th of March, 2359, uh, Iran and Republic of Korea, that's South Korea, not the same as North Korea, um, also within the last 14 days, will not be allowed entry or transit through Singapore. Uh, that means that if a flight comes through, I'm not even sure whether you are allowed to disembark, or you may just stay in the plane, I, I, I don't know, because what happens if you change planes during transit, which means maybe the flights just, got, just maybe cancelled straight away, right? And so um, the latest announcement is that this Sunday, so 2359 on the 15th of March, they gave us about two days, more than two full days of lead time. All All new visitors with recent travel history to France, Germany, Italy, Spain within the last 14 days will not be allowed entry into or transit through Singapore. Now this is serious. Like I mentioned earlier, we have a shoot that we are supposed to fix this this project, um, which is one of the cities featured, uh, one of the cities was Japan, um, it's us, and then it's another city, I think in, in, in it could be in New York, I, I, I can't recall, but what's important is that um, we've been, it's been three or four months planning and doing stuff for the shoot, but suddenly this is this came in, and because the company is from Germany, and they are now in germany they were scheduled to fly in on uh, 5 pm 16 of march that's the flight which means essentially either their flight is going to be canceled i think or i don't know what's the plan but having said that right they have a choice which means that i th- i think if i read this correctly if they can get a flight to come into singapore before 2359 on the 15th of March there is a chance that they will be allowed in but that's just the first part. Second part of this is we know that Singapore citizens, residents and those with long term pass holders um, they will always be allowed in unless special circumstances dictate that they are not allowed to. So in this case uh, if you have been to France, Germany, Italy, and Spain within the last fourteen days. You will be issued a stay home notice in Singapore. We call it stay home notice, but that essentially means uh, it's like a home quarantine, which means you have to remain in the place of residence at all times for a fourteen day period upon returning to Singapore. Now, why is that a problem with this? I think um, a big problem with this is that oh, sorry, it's not a problem. Uh, uh, why, why is there a need for this? Um, symptoms have been shown to uh, occur about five, between five to ten days. So, for a 14 day window, is essential. Uh, the contact tracing will be made a lot easier if you are just at home. But we also know that there are some people who got sent back, especially like foreign students who come in and they flout the, the rules, and there are some. People working in Singapore and they they also follow the rules and they will just have their permits, the residencies cancelled and just sent home straight away. So this is very serious. So this I, I, I know it's very hard to believe this, but um I think if any one of us have been issued a stay home notice, I think it's important to just stay at home, okay? And just don't make it bad for everybody else. But uh, I'm just gonna look at the chat and see if anyone has anything to share. Okay, so, um, okay. Um, let's see. Okay, so Bryce, you mentioned that you think your overseas client will have new excuse to delay payment. I don't know how that um, is going to be, but I'm not sure if the shoe is executed. If you're not coming here, it's something that we need to... Uh, Explore further, but I don't think they have they have issue paying you money because you can still do your shoots Uh, I haven't come to the second part of the 250 packs, but let me just go through this first Uh, Matt has actually put on all the release on there Um, What I'm essentially doing here is try to make a sense of how it affects our industry, okay? Um, Fish says that uh, fear is a virus spread through throughout Singapore Um, contact tracing can't catch up it is too little too late yes of course that's why we need to put in these tough measures and I think we have to be grateful that we actually have DOSCON red Um, uh, what do you call that red settings if you will red colour measures even though we are in orange I think this is a good time to to prepare ourselves I'm now frantically trying to imagine if Miranda one of our colleagues who just went to the Philippines for a short vacation yesterday um, and then immediately we found out that Manila is being locked down and she's flying through Manila we were worried that she might get locked stuck there and then now I, I fear that um, it might be even if she can come back maybe by the weekend if the country extends to the Philippines, then you have to stay home, and you know, that's all the uh, the bit of a mess that we're going to have at work. So um, let me see what else is there. The price of shoot is done. Delay payment since last year, but that one I cannot help you. That one is just the guy trying to pull a, a, a fast one. Okay, uh, so just to summarize. Mainland China, Iran, Republic of Korea, now we have France, Germany, Italy and Spain. Um, That's going to be a big issue because I think we do have a lot of business with these four countries. Uh, People are coming here quite frequently. Um, We just, not me but Ing Tong, basically just frantically tried to call our director from from Germany. It's 5am. Uh, they were woken up. They were woken up by the persistent phone calls. They were panicking, and uh, this is a shoot that cannot be cancelled, not, not for now at least, because the deal was that they have to finish the Singapore leg of the shoot before they can go into post production, and there's uh, quite a lot of money involved in this project, and because it's a commission project by by TV networks, um, there is a there's a transmission timeline, that they have to uh, adhere to. And yesterday we were just testing the FTP to upload files, and everything was okay. All the crew and um, even editors that we have lined up are also on standby. Um, so it's not only the director that cannot come. The, the 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 DOP cannot come as well. So we've quickly tried to find our um, friends who can pro- possibly stand in. But because it's a 10-day shoot. It's not a one-day shoot. So it's really, really problematic. Okay, so I'm going to come to the next thing, which is the the 250 packs um, restriction. Just this morning, I was at the National Arts Council's briefing for uh, companies. They were just sharing with us all the schemes that are available to help arts uh, and cultural companies to, to type through. Very much like the same talk that was done for freelancers yesterday. So the objective was for me to come or, to, or, or the plan was for me to come and after attending two of those talks, try to make sense and share with the group on how we can use this help to tide us through the next couple of months. But it seems like now plans have changed really rapidly. Um, now all events that have, all ticketed events, public ticketed events, basically with venues for up to 250 people is still allowed. But anything beyond 250 you have to defer or cancel. Now that's a very tricky terminology because we don't exactly know um, how that affects non-ticketed public events because if I'm not mistaken what the first article I saw on the Straits Times it basically says ticketed events right? Ticketed events yes, right? Yes, yes. So uh, and also public ticketed events which means what about public non-ticketed and outdoor so it's going to be something that's for us to think about and that will mean that if you imagine that if we were all in a mall a shopping mall this weekend i don't think you want to go out but in case you go to a mall and there's always going to be a few hundred people standing around for example say the stage uh, and then i don't know how that constitute to that count as well but i suspect that a lot of companies or a lot of public um, places may actually be, be more cautious. Uh, they may even reduce themselves just to have a precaution to even less than half. Uh, you know Singapore, we don't actually have a lot of large venue places so 1000 is something that's um, quite big. But I believe the number came from the fact that the, 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 the cluster in the Jurong Safra where the where the dinner was held was about that sort of amount. Five 600 people so the logical thing is to think about what's the half of the number and reduce by half uh, is that number going to in, uh, uh, go, go down smaller uh, we don't know but it's important to now be really careful um, if you have business plans or travelling plans I would actually strongly suggest you to think about that but we also learned from Ryan who said that it's going to be really tough for insurance to cover because especially if you book the tickets um, after the world has um, got to know about this coronavirus situation so um, I also suspect that there's going to be new advisories from travel companies um, airlines hotels and stuff and I've just told that uh, from my uh, from my good friend Jimmy that he had issues trying to deal with hotel bookings because uh, his wedding was supposed to be on Sunday this Sunday Um, and because of the situation he had to do a lot of cancellations and a, a lot of gas was supposed to come from overseas. So he has now issues with refunds with portals uh, like Agoda and, and whatnot. So I uh, really hope that everybody can stay safe and also from a in, from, from a personal pocket impact situation you can get your monies back uh, uh, efficiently. So I think this is it. Um, okay, so Audrey says that Perhaps the limitation to public ticketed events is a way to limit disruption to things, to private events like weddings and religious services. Yes, yes, because you know for average uh, wedding, we have Chinese wedding at least and in the hotel, a, a hotel banquet wedding, it's about 10 to a table and most people do it in between 15 to 30 tables. Some has like, 40 tables, which means if you have 25 tables, you are on the brink because that also includes the the servers, the musicians. So the event site is now going to take a much further hit because just when we saw that uh, some things were coming back, some events were being rescheduled, uh, I think we are going to see a lot of um, uh, fallout from here. So this is the second wave of the fallout. Uh, Already I saw that someone has shared that their shoots have been cancelled. Uh, Larry has told me that he has his shoot um, that has been re-scheduled back, but got re-canceled again after the global situation got worse. So, and also the travel advisory. Really, just click on the links, go to those, go to the government official sites, get the travel advisory and. I think it's important for us to make very rational decisions right now. These advisories are there to protect us. So, if you have travel plans, especially for those uh, March holidays, when is March holidays supposed to be now? Is this this week? Now, now, as in now to next week, or this week that has has passed? Okay, so maybe people have booked their holidays to Europe in the four countries to come back, and that's going to be a fourteen-day home quarantine. So. yeah contact your friends or families whoever is that and uh, your business associates overseas Um, say anything else that's evolving at this point of time yeah okay so it's it's good to to not panic things we have to do we have to do uh stay close to your official news sources Uh, i believe that there might be more announcements over the weekend so this is from me a quick one uh, finally, I'm just going to check in the, the check for the last time before I sign off. Um, oh, Basil said today is the last day of school. Yeah. So actually next week is the school holidays. There is still time to to think about the plans. I'm not sure how that's going to be possible for cancellations and not... But maybe you might actually receive the cancellation from the from the airlines before you even think about cancelling. So, yeah. So stay safe, everybody. Uh, personal hygiene, wash your hands, and um, yeah, just be responsible. We we are now taking the time to try to plan out for our business contingency because there's um advisory for workplaces. The final part. Um. Employers should implement telecommuting, video conferencing, wherever possible, as well as stagger work work hours. Allow employees to commute at off-peak hours. Uh, Seating in meeting rooms and workstations could be spaced apart. Okay, sorry. I totally forgot about this. I want to share that uh, there is actually... uh, What Taiwan has been doing for a while is... um, They basically look at the total capacity of the venue. And they reduce the capacity by thirty percent to ensure there's a gap in between seats this is This is some of the precautions that they have taken um in Taiwan yeah, but these are these are not a government um order, but they are taking that own personal responsibility to not sell all the tickets but to sell only up to seventy percent so that people can have space apart. That's how they try to manage life going on. Um, first show is always empty if there's a Q and A. Uh, I don't understand what that means. Um, health checks going into the theaters. Yes, all the temperature taking and um, the cinema. Okay, so everyone who enters the cinema, this is for for film screenings, all have to wear a mask. Without a mask, you cannot enter. Yes. What is that? Okay, first row is always empty. If the screening has a Q and A, the first row will always be kept empty. So there's a distance. First row. Yeah. yeah. Because it says show. Okay. So first row of the seats is always empty. If uh, a Q&A. Because Q and A, right? People face the audience and then they might um speak with a lot of enthusiasm and uh, they just splatter. So they kept they kept the first row empty for Q and A, which means if there's a screening with a Q and A session, the first row is gonna be empty. Um, like our seven months uh, thing, okay. So that's it for us now. Uh, we we'll just, I don't know if we can come back at the end of the the, the day to see what's going on. But um, we're gonna plan out our own uh, business contingencies, and we have to deal with this shoot that uh, is now, yeah, in chaos. So I'll, I'll see you uh, when I see you. So stay tuned, stay safe, everyone. And um, this episode is again of obviously brought to you by. The, the majority trust, um, thank you for supporting so that we can do a lot more of this, like we can do this kind of quick updates and uh, appreciate the support from everyone in the group trying to give solutions to everybody. Uh, let's keep this going so that we can come out of this stronger. So uh, stay safe. Once again, wash your hands. Thank you.